Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this replay of U.S. Rugby Happy Hour Live. This is the second half of the show with a new guest awaiting. If you haven't done so already, be sure to listen to the first half, too. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Eagles Overseas and Rugby Morning for updates on future shows and news about USA Rugby. Also, please like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a five-star review. That helps get these shows in front of more and more listeners. Now, on to our next guest. It's our official slash unofficial stats guy, uh, James Dealey. James, you there? Hi, Bill. How you doing? Good, man. We've actually never spoken in person, so... Do you go by Jim? I, I see delay as you're part of your social media handles. Do I have it right? <laughs> yeah, no, J- James is fine. Um, you're you're right. Um, I know we're, we were both part of, you know, the MLR fantasy this season, and we've talked to each other maybe as a group or mm-hmm. in a group, but never never directly. Yeah, you're right. All right, so um, we haven't had time really to, to talk much about what we're doing. Right, We did a little bit about stats, um, but we love the stuff you post on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else, but MLR, whatever stats you have. So, Let's jump right into it. Uh, we just got done talking PR sevens and sevens. What do you have for us? Sure. So I'm um, this year with um, with PR sevens kicking off in the next few weeks. I've, I've tried to kind of create something that highlights both leagues. Mm. So I'm, I'm working on a post right now about you know MLR players that have, or sorry, PR sevens players for 2023 that have played in MLR, whether that's mm. uh, you know this season or whether that's past seasons. Um, from 2018 through to now. Uh, so I have put together a kind of a post for each of the, the eight um, PR7s franchises. Now, unfortunately, of course, this will be uh, only applicable to the men's side because NR right. does not have a women's league. We can dream, but not yet. Um, and so there is a total of 44 players on PR7s rosters this year that have appeared in, in uh, Major mm. League Rugby. Um, 16 of those appeared in 2023. Um, so, you know, about a third-ish, maybe a bit under, of the MLR players, or of players who have appeared in MLR, are currently active. Hmm. And um, the the experts, the Rocky Mountain experts, lead that with nine MLR players, two of which are active in Logan Targo and uh, 2022 draft pick Jack Shaw. And and the locals lead uh, with four active players from 2023, and that's Nick Feeks, Connor Mooneyham, Harley Davidson, and Aaron Gray. Some great names there. I love I love those names, especially Mooneyham, Davidson. Uh, just those names alone make me want to cheer for him. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like a pretty pretty squ- pretty strong squad. So you got so basically so right now uh, so after this weekend you're going to have a, a good set of stats for us on how those MLR forward or current MLR players are doing. Yeah, I hope so. Now I've got to update the uh, the stats I have for the the active MLR players, but I'm hoping to put them out put put out my posts of you know MLR players in PR sevens. Uh, just before each conference, so you know the Eastern Conference kicks off this weekend. I'm hoping to put that out, put out a list of all the MLR players in Eastern Conference PR7s teams Thursday or Friday, and then I'll do the same with the Western Conference the following week, uh, just to kind of drum up some hype uh, each weekend, especially as uh, MLR is is getting to the business end. Right, now. Well done. Nice. Yeah, James. Speaking of MLR, you that's that's your bread and butter right there. Thank you so much. You know, the rugby community thanks you for the stats you put together around MLR. 
anything you can maybe share or tease with us ahead of this final round at MLR? Maybe anything Old Glory DC related, maybe Colin Gross related. He's our next guest here. What do you got for us? Anything good? Sure. Well, uh, I was taking a look to see if, if Old Glory DC are currently on their best season in club history. And um, not yet. Mm. Is the answer. So right now they're 6, 8 and 1 with 38 points. And I've already qualified for the playoffs. That's that's not a doubt. Their best season ever was six nine and one with thirty nine points. So, and that was in that was in twenty twenty one. I should add. So they haven't a chance to um, to record their best season ever. But even if even if they score no points this round, it's still comparable. And um, they have four twenty twenty two draftees that have featured in MLR twenty twenty three, which wow. I fairly certain is a league high one I can of name them all James you want me to name them all James <laughs> go on then. I got him okay it started with Colin in week one against Chicago uh, Mike Ware just debuted Callie Martinez the, the prop they got out of Canada and then um, Koi Koi Nelligan did I nail it you nailed it yeah and I there was going to say on, uh, on Koi Koi Nelligan they didn't even draft him that's right. San Diego did, and then they traded right. him. <laughs> <laughs> so they're um, they're really really using these these draftees, and um, Colin is it's only him and Sam Gola that have actually appeared in all fifteen games for their club this season so far of the twenty 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 two draft class. That's a good stat. Yeah, that's that's very impressive. All right, hey James, man, this this I really appreciate you jumping on here for these few minutes. We're going to jump over to our next guest here in a second here, but. Do us a favor for listeners uh, right now. How can they follow you uh, on social media? Yeah, no worries. Um, so my Twitter is at jamdelay, J-A-M-D-E-L-A-Y. It's a Twitter space. You can just click on my name if you want. And um, my Instagram is at MLR Stats, Major League Rugby Stats. And um, I put both posts on both platforms. Find me on one of those. Excellent. Well done, James. Thanks so much for jumping in tonight. Thank you, guys. All right, cheers. Appreciate it. We're actually hoping to get James on every so often still, especially when we do MLR shows, which next week we're trying to line up a really nice going into the playoffs MLR show. So hopefully we'll get him back here for that one too. All right, let's jump forward. Next guest joining us, MLR Rookie of the Year candidate, Old Glory DC forward, Colin Gross. Hey, Colin, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you guys uh, reaching out and uh, you know bringing me on the show. Of course, and thanks for being patient there. You've been listening for a while. Yeah, it's been awesome to hear about PR7. It's a cool, you know, it's a cool league and I, you know, something to definitely tune into this summer. Well, uh, you already jumped from collegiate to professional 15s. It just try some sevens this summer. Just go for yeah, it. Might, might as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of that, how's your body holding up in, uh, this professional season? Oh, it's, it's doing really well. I think the only thing that I have is, you know, this is the first year I've ever had call fire and I have both ears right now. So no. <laughs> now you look like a real rugby player. Come exactly. on. Exactly. Kind of rough and tough. You know. I look like one of those wrestlers you don't want to mess with. <laughs> Buy that man a beer before he hits you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, Fitzy knows I'm horrible with names. And by the way, on the Twitter link here, I only have one L in Colin. But everywhere else is two. 
And then I even asked him about your last name. Okay, is it is it gross? Grassy? Is it grasse? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gross. That's a comment. It's, it's just gross. It's it's just gross, nasty, gross. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Bill, why didn't you share? Bill, why didn't you share what I texted back about? The- oh, what, what was it? oh yeah. Well, expl- as gross as being a New England Free Jacks fan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's not funny at all. Uh, <laughs> so I mentioned that too because the first thing that comes to me, and and I don't even know if you were even born yet when this movie came out but in 97 uh john cusack movie uh gross point blank are you familiar with that movie at all colin i've heard that i definitely have heard the name of the movie i've never seen it but you know i've i've just because of the, the gross point yeah i've, I've seen it on the internet before oh it's fantastic i love the movie it's it's basically about him going back to his, his uh, high school reunion uh pre-social media and they all ask yeah. what he does well he's an assassin so uh, <laughs> you can't yeah, really tell them all that anyway <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Uh, okay, let's jump into Old Glory, Colin. Um, this being your first season in MLR and with Old Glory, uh, talk about how important it is for the team uh, and really its fan base uh, uh, to make its first playoff appearance in franchise history. Oh, I mean, it's it's incredibly important. Um, you know, we got a really we're in a pretty major city, and you know, having being able to say you know we, we're making the playoffs and we're making you know making that run is really huge and you know having players on the team that were here last year and you know hearing how that season went last year and just kind of the mm-hmm. 180 turnaround we've had um with simsy and you know the coaching staff this year has been phenomenal i wasn't on the team last year obviously but you know hearing the the changes it's right. been incredible and it's been a, awesome to be a part of yeah colin you close out the, the regular season this weekend at home against atlanta yes, sir. What's what's the team's approach knowing, you know, you've already got your playoff spot secured. Is it any different than, say, how you prepare for any other regular season match? Uh, I mean, we've been taking this week as, you know, the normal week. You know, coach, how Coach kind of came about this week is that he doesn't want us to stumble into the playoffs. We want to come into the playoffs with that, you know, men's confidence, beating a team in our conference, uh, going out on a high note into the playoffs. So that's kind of how we've been, um, you know, going out, going about this week. Yeah, because I mean, right, everyone knows that fans know that O'Glory's first round opponent will be the New York Islanders, either home or away. That'll be figured out here in round eighteen. Yep. But you know, how do you maintain focus on Atlanta? And you know, and and it be you know be natural just to kind of peer over the horizon and say, hey guys, we got this big match against New York the following weekend. How do you not? How do you maintain focus on Atlanta and, and not think about New York? Um, I mean. We, I think so a lot of the uh, motivation for this week is we, last time we lost them by eight points and we played pretty poorly against Atlanta last time. Um, so, you know, and a lot of people are kind of, you know, taking that, the anger and anguish that we had from the last game into this week saying like, hey, you know, we want to beat these guys because of what they did to us last time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you, you heard us the exchange with uh, with James Dealey a few moments ago talking a little bit about that that core young nucleus absolutely. that's coming together in D.C., oh, right? Yeah. So you and Jack and Callie and, and Ware and Koi Koi. Um, how important was that, maybe that nucleus, to kind of get on the field against Houston in round 17? Oh, it was, it was immense. I mean, it really shows and brings some legitimacy to, you know, college rugby. But, you know, in terms of old glory, like we got a lot of young guys who are fighting for spots every week. And, you know, coach giving these guys the go against a really good and another playoff bound team. I think it shows that coach has a lot of confidence in the depth of our team, but also that the, the, um, organization as a whole has a 
big stake in in the young players, young American or young college grown players um, getting playing time and developing and, you know, taking that next step into filling the shoes of guys that might be leaving. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Koi Koi, you guys were college teams yeah, at, at West Point. First time that you guys got to step on the same field in a regular season match together. Did you guys share like a fist bump or anything during the game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like before the game, we were like talking about it. It's also funny because that field is the last game we played together in college when we um, for Army. And then that's the first game we played together um, as professional athletes. So I think it's, it's kind of it's funny. But, yeah, it was definitely a special moment to have both of us on the field. And it definitely, um, you know, it shows a lot about how the quality of college rugby is. And, and Fitzy just mentioned the, you know, the, the young nucleus. Uh, uh, we did bring up the Rookie of the Year conversation a little while ago. You and Dallas Jackals lock Sam Gola. Uh, is this something that has crossed your mind much this season or something you, you've been striving for? Uh, I mean, coming into the preseason definitely was not on my mind. I mean, coming into the preseason, I just wanted to, you know, try to get some playing time. I didn't. I did not expect I'd be getting as much playing time coming into the preseason. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, having a pretty good start to the season uh, and, you know, getting those getting pretty good stats. But, you know, I played against Sam in college once or twice and I just I know how, g- how good of a player he is and he's having such a phenomenal season, um, uh, you know. And I hope one day to play with him at the Eagles. Um, yeah. Screwed up together. But, yeah, he is a phenomenal player. And I talked to him after we played Dallas. And, you know, he's, he's a really good dude. Um, you know, he, he definitely represents that club well. And listeners, those of you who are listening in live on YouTube or Facebook, thank you so much for tuning in there. If you'd like to ask a question of our guest, uh, uh, Colin, um, I forgot where it was for a second there. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to ask a question, go ahead. You can drop it in the chats and comments of those questions. Or... If you're live here on the Twitter app, you can go ahead and ask a question yourself. It's a great access for you to have. You can just request in the bottom left of the app. We'll get you up here as soon as possible to ask that question. Uh, okay, let's talk about the veteran players, Colin. Okay. Um, yeah, the elder O'Glory, as we like to say it. Yeah, uh, you know, as good as the young players are, talk about that senior leadership of a team. And, and you, you know, is there someone that's really mentored you along the way? Oh, definitely. I mean, all the older players, you know, coming in as a rookie, all the older players, you know, they try to, you know, they. You, I, I, I wanted to be a sponge, so I, every single older player that I saw, I listened to them in the preseason and, you know, early season. But I think the one player that definitely has, you know, filled in that mentor role for me is Stan South. Um, he is, like, especially after his injury, you know, he, he definitely – he kind of – he taken that coaching role, but definitely a mentor role as well. And he's not even that old. He's only 26, but he's got <laughs> such a, like – he's got such a – he's such a um, – he's got such a wealth of knowledge in rugby and it's just you know every day he's always coming up to me in scrums and lineouts you know giving me tips and you know just soaking up the things that he has to say because he's a very experienced player for even for how old he is Colin when you when you look to some of these veterans and then I've got to ask this question have you ever had the urge to do your hair the same way that Danny Tuss oh man (laughs) yeah one day frosted tips will come back for for me you know (laughs) so Colin I gotta ask you right like you're a rookie, you come into the league, you know, you're, you're expected to come in and contribute, get part of the match day 23. But let's go back to that Chicago game for this second. Did you ever thought that you would score your first try within like the first two minutes of entering your first MLR game? Definitely not. No, that was so surreal. I mean, <laughs> I I was just, you know, I was in a ruck and then I look up and Danny's running and he passed me the ball and straight in the end zone. I was like, it was just such a surreal moment. And like, you know, it's going to be something that I take with me for the rest of my life. I was the first person to score against Chicago. Uh, the Yeah, right. ever. The first person to ever score against Chicago. So 
That's a trivia question, yeah. man, that someone's going to ask 40, 50 years from now. They'll be like, who was the first player ever score against the Chicago Hounds? Exactly, yeah. One day it'll be a, tri- a good trivia question. <laughs> now, now, speaking of, um, there was some interesting news for Old Glory the past couple of days. New members added to the ownership group, including Verdine White from nice. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm sure you've been asked this question, but are you familiar with some of Oh, this absolutely, song? yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire is classic. They, they've got a, they need to be so, playing a, a post-match you know, concert maybe in the playoff game yeah, or something. Exactly. We'll, we'll put it on the we'll put it on the DJ's list for music. Put the whole. <laughs> hey, let, let's jump. Let's jump over to Army Rugby. I know we love talking oh, about yeah. that. We've actually had a few on the show. Sammy Sullivan, uh, oh, Martin, yeah. Martin Pengelly, who's writing a book about um, um, you know, named Brotherhood when West Point yeah. Rugby went oh, to yeah. war. You're familiar with that, obviously. Yep. Um, you know, a number of, like I just mentioned, a number of them doing well. Um, you know, Sammy on the Seventh Circuit. You know, what is it West Point Rugby's doing so well that maybe Air Force Academy or the guys down in Annapolis haven't been able to figure out? Or is it they just suck? <laughs> I mean, Navy's doing – Navy just won the championships. Yeah, true. They're doing something right. But, I mean, I think it definitely starts with the culture. Like, the culture that was building for the for years and years and years up there at West Point, it's just – it's so special. And it's something that, you know, you're always – you're going to be a brother for life, you know, a rug, an Army rugby player for life. And, uh, I mean, I'm best – I mean, like me and Koi Koi, like – this past the past year we've been together for the past you know 10 months together we did the, the usa academy together we did the the hawks tour last summer and we did the u23 tour last summer and you know it's it we're more the the guys on that team are more than friends they're just there's a brotherhood and there's a bond between them um that you can't just it takes years and years to build and i think that you know the military and rugby is is like the perfect marriage. I think yeah. the cultures of the of both are really special and they're very similar and they really go hand in hand. And when you were uh, attending West Point, were you? I mean, how familiar were you with this story about the the 2002 graduating class? Oh, very familiar. So the uh, Martin Pengali he he wrote an article about. But so before the he started writing the book, he wrote an article about the graduates of um, the class of 2002. Mm-hmm. And so that that article is gets passed around at least twice a year in like the the teams it gets emailed out so i think that's a it's a pretty well-known story and then there's some other you know older older players come back as uh team mentors or team they're called ors officer Mm -hmm. representatives and some guys from that class have you know came and talked to us and you know it's a really very cool story or it's not like it's definitely something that needs to be um, needs to be read, and it's definitely. I'm really happy that the that he wrote a book about it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to read it. Yeah, uh, we we did our best to have him send us an early copy, but he just couldn't do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, would be, that would that would be really cool. Yeah, so Bill, you didn't get yours. Oh, okay. yeah. Come on, I'm waiting for the hardback. You can get the stuff anyway. Um, uh, Colin, what? So I don't know how to say this actually, but you know, are you still obligated to Army right now, and what does that look like? Yeah, so with so me and Koi Koi, so the thing that we are both um, under is it's a pro sports policy. It's mm. a policy that a lot of uh, football players from the academies pursue. It's pretty frequently pursued by football players. Um, but me and Koi Koi were the first two rugby players to ever do it. Wow. Um, so how it works is basically we had to put up this this packet of recommendations from our coaches, from you know officers, um, you know people on, at West Point that. That would recommend that we had what it take 
had what it t- took to play professional sports and, you know, would be good representations of the Army. Um, so basically, we have a deferment of our five-year active duty commitment as long as we have a professional sports contract and mm-hmm. are meeting, you know, the, the, our duties of being good representations of West Point and the Army. Um, we, we don't have to do our five-year service yet, but we do still owe the Army five years eventually. Would that be kind of like in a reserve kind of role? Uh, no, it's so active duty. So okay, act, okay. It would still be active duty, yeah. So what, once we're done playing uh, pro sports, we'd go and commission as a second lieutenant. By the way, thank you for your service. Uh, yeah, for appreciate future. it. Yeah, thank you for your support. You know, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, you talked about you know a great representation of that pathway from college to MLR, and you talked about how your body's holding up compared to college rugby to MLR. But for you, what's kind of been the, the, the biggest difference between college rugby and MLR, is the game faster? Is it more complex? You know, what 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 would have been your impression so far of, of maybe just the jump from one level to the next? Yes, to all those questions. I mean, it's bigger, faster, more complex. It just to to play at the ne- the level from college to professional. It just it takes more than what you gave in the last. So I mean, I mean, you have to do so much more film review, so much more, um, you know a strike move review so much more you know recovery uh, more mental it's it's everything is more uh, but it's it's not i mean saying that it's it's not impossible you know i mean someone like me who played college rugby and is playing and getting minutes in mlr it's 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 possible and you know it's definitely something that called it's that is going to be more frequent as college rugby continues to you know get better and better all right let's jump to our first listener of the night We've got uh, John Trevor. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Good to have Thanks you back. Doing this, guys. Yeah, of course. Um, hey, Colin, I just wanted to ask because uh, noticing like, DC's defense has gotten so much better this year. Uh, from like, I think last year they, you know, DC shipped the most points um, in the league, and this year, you know, you guys are in the playoffs and it's looking so much better. Like. You know, they say in, like, rugby, like, every pro rugby player knows how to tackle, but they say, like, you know, defense and rugby is a lot about, like, you know, mentality and attitude. And so it's like, with Coach Sims coming in, is it – does he have, like, a new structure? And I mean, not asking to give away your, your team secrets, but is it about, like, his structure or is it also just kind of his – him bringing, like, a different mentality and attitude to you guys that has, you know, helped uh, improve your defense so much? Yeah, I mean that's that's a great question. With so Simsy's definitely brought in a great mentality, but with the defense, the defense is uh, of our team is led by uh, Callum Gibbons. So this year he's taken the role as, as a defensive coach. And if you've watched any MLR rugby or D- Old Glory rugby versus you know other teams' um, defense, you know that Old Glory we don't do like the shoot up the fire defense where you just you know run yeah. up as fast as you can. We do a more uh, connected defense. So. The, the principles of our defense is more connecting with the man inside of you and outside of you. And, you know, you, we shift off um, and we don't let – we kind of let the defense come to us. You know, we, we, don't, we don't, like, shoot up and take their space, but it's, it's a lot more connected and it allows for more, you know, turnover, you know, getting poaches, getting jackals over the ball. Yeah, no, I like that because playing with just a ton of line speed, it, it's kind of like high absolutely, risk, high yeah, reward. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that, that and you guys do have a lot of good like jacklers and um, uh, Fanana Schultz yeah, and Nico Jones and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so. a phenomenal player. Yeah, I, I guess too with like the way you guys have so many good uh, attacking players. I guess 
having relying on turnovers is good for your counterattacking game. I'm assuming too. Yeah, we do have a we do have a pretty good um, counterattack off of turnovers and kicks. That's definitely some one of our bright spots of our team. For sure, awesome. Well, thank yeah, you. thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, we, we brought John up just to make you feel better about yourself. All those awesome comments. <laughs> uh, now he, you know, he did he did mention uh, Jama, um, yeah. and I bring that up also because you were recently named to the uh, the 2023 USA Men's Pool. Um, you know, obviously he's been on it as a couple other players on the team as well. But for you personally, how does it feel to be recognized and being given this chance to possibly put on that USA jersey at the senior level? Oh, I mean, it's 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 phenomenal, especially as as a rugby like American rugby player raised in you know raised in America, played college rugby, you know, represented the army in West Point. It's it's amazing, but I mean, it's just such an honor being being even named in that player pool. There's such amazing players in that player pool. You know, playing against them and playing with some of them, you know, it's 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 an amazing honor to, to be even named in that player pool. But yeah, it's 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 definitely surreal this year. You know, my first year in MLR and already going. You know, being in that player pool um but it's definitely you know something to work for still and any messages from those uh those eagle contingents in the team like jama uh i mean you know this week is the the last they're making the selections for the first the first camp the first uh camp at the end of this week uh you know so you know hopefully make it but if not you know next year you know there's always next year to keep keep getting better every year of course good attitude Colin, when did you know that you were enlisted for the the player pool, and how did you get like a call from from Scott or the coaching staff? Or um, you know, I got to imagine you probably had some like advance notice that hey, your your name's going to be on this list. Oh, uh, I mean, so the first time I talked to to, to Coach Lawrence was this, the first game of the year. He was there, so the Chicago game, and I talked to him. That was the first time I ever met him in person and talked to him. And you know, he said we'll be in contact, and then. Fast forward to I think week eight or nine, um, he gave me a call and said that you know he, that they're bringing me on in the player pool and, I, and you know it was, that's a great call to get especially in the, um, the day a couple of days before a game so I was super pumped for that week and um, then the, the week later is when they finally named that that sixty um, ish player player pool and I was in there and you know it's just been a, a dream to be to be in that pool. Yeah, and if, if you find out you're part of the, the the training camp for the upcoming tour, which will be against you know three opponents that are in the Rugby World Cup, um, when 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 would that training camp begin? Is it pretty much what like a couple of weeks after the end of the MLR season? Yeah, so the, that training camp would start July 17th. So pretty much, you know, get a couple of weeks off and then right back at it. Yeah, you know, um, Rich, we're going to ask you one more question, and we're going to let you go here in a second, but. You know, hopefully for you and, and DC fans, you're playing into July. Absolutely, obviously. yeah. That's obviously. Cool. And now, when you look back at this season, your first season in in MLR, you mentioned the quickness, the speed, the uh, the physicality of the game. But you know, overall, I mean, what's been as you look back, what's been I don't know the most impressive thing about the league for you? I mean, just I know generally speaking, the experience. But has there just been some things where you just step, step back, pinch yourself, and go, "Wow, I'm I'm doing this." Oh yeah, I mean. I think it also started in preseason uh, coming in and, you know, seeing the, the level of players on my team. That was like when I was like, wow, I mean, this is really the big leagues, like getting having guys on my team like like Jama, like Jack, like Corey, but also like foreign some foreign guys like Tito and um, Kurt Baker, guys like that, that, you know, are have played top level rugby and in like super rugby 
all black sevens. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, this is the, yeah. this is the big leagues for us. You know, this isn't college rugby anymore. We're playing some, some guys that are, you know, best rugby players in the world. Mm-hmm. So Connor, I got to ask <clears throat> you, you moved from across the country, from the state of Washington yeah. to now Washington, <laughs> yep. DC. So you can't escape. No, nope, never. <laughs> but, um, have you been able to get out in Washington DC to eat a little bit and experience some of the food? And if so, you've got a, do you have a favorite place you've visited so far? Oh, that's a great question. Oh uh, man. I can't remember the, there's this, uh, there's this restaurant downtown in DC. I think it's the Hamilton. It's like this cafe. Yeah. 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 Phenomenal. I, I taken my brother's taken, I got my brother there and you know, it, it's phenomenal food and I've been there a couple of times. So I'll give you I'll give you one one thing, and I know <clears throat> hopefully you play in deep into July, and you maybe have a few days before USA camp starts. But what you should do is treat yourself to some Chesapeake Bay crumbs. Okay, yes. A little old bay, some butter. You'll you know beers or not depends on if you're training, but it'll treat yourself with with a, with a group of friends. Is that oh, what yeah. the mallets like the hammers? You just hit away at them. Is that what that is? <laughs> Yeah, you can whack away. You, you don't want to smash it up too much. You don't They're want to dead. smash up the yeah. cabinet. <laughs> They're dead. So, yeah. <laughs> They're not running around on the table. Look at that one. <laughs> you could if you want to steam them yourself. Wow. You could. That's awesome. It's fun. Hey, all right. Hey, Colin, one last thing. One comment from um, our Facebook uh, listeners. Uh, Battlefield Rugby um, wrote, Colin has been a huge success for Old Glory's. Oh, I'm sorry. Has been a huge reason for Old Glory's success this season. So that's their comment. Um, that's yeah. awesome, so you're definitely making an impact in that team and uh, and and fan impact as well. So I'm yeah, sure they're... that's that's really cool here, and and it's definitely cool to be noticed like that, especially as a as a rookie. Yeah, hundred percent. Congross or Grassi or Grasse. Yeah, it's just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's fresh. Gross. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a blast. Awesome. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it a lot. Yeah, and again, good luck this weekend. Good luck in the playoffs. Yes, sir. Go Army. Army, good night. Fitzy, that's, that was a lot of stuff we just covered uh, over the past hour. Three different guests. Uh, I don't even know if we even need to recap that. There was so much stuff. Yeah, we, we literally covered everything you would want to cover in, in rugby in the U.S. this week. Uh, it, it, we <laughs> even talked like, uh, briefly talked about like U6 uh, touch rugby, too. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I think that's good. I, I don't think us talking about what happens is going to help anything. I think that was a great show. Bill, the only thing we didn't mention was your rugby experience, so you got to just mention it just so we can. That'll be on the out. after show pod, so check that one out later. Uh, it's going to go on. It will be a three and a half hour talk, just myself talking about my career. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and here live on the Twitter app on US Rugby Happy Hour Live. It's been a blast. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great week, and hope to hear or see you back on the show again soon. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.